Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Greetings and welcome to the Rankings Podcast. I'm Christian Piles. Joined as always by Ben Golden. My fellow ranker here, Benjamin, joining us from Cincinnati, Ohio. Ben, what's happening? Not much. Can we get like a what a name for this? Like the rankings release, uh, yeah. rankings review. I don't know. Those aren't the most creative things. Yeah. They're, well, yeah. My, something. It's certainly something, uh, and perhaps that's something we can task our listeners with. Um, try to try to keep the crowdsource it. Yeah, <laughs> crowdsource. Yeah. Because rankings podcast, uh, not terribly catchy. So let's see what you can do. Rankings, what did you say? Rankings relief? Rankings, rankings release, rankings review. I don't review. know. Yeah. Options. Something. I think we can do better. I'm going to, we're, we're going to tap on our creative community to come up with something. Um, but yes, Ben, it's, it's very, it's early in the season yet. This um, week of, of results really created a lot of, I don't want to say headaches, but a lot of movement, a lot of changes had to be made. And um, why don't we just begin at 125 where, you know, one of the, the bigger results of the entire week, regardless of way, Joey Dance beats Nico Megalutis in uh, a pretty weird match, but it's a win nonetheless for Joey. And um, I actually, I feel really good about Joey at three, Nico at four. I really felt like, this fell into place really well. Um, I never considered him bumping Thomas over Thomas, but I know that that was something you considered, Ben. Yeah, I, the thought crossed my mind just on the stretch. I mean, they, well, they're really pretty comparable guys after I thought of it. You know, they've split wins in the past. Um, my thought was kind of that, you know this this win would over Mega Ludus would help. Uh, you know, help Joey give the because coming into it, I kind of viewed them as equal. But Gilman has his own pretty wins in the past, and he got the you know he got the job done at NCA. So it is I, I think it's it's right that Gilman stays ahead of Dance. But I did think about it. I was it made me think because I don't know. Yeah. yeah, Joey. It was a close. They're, they're so close, the two of them. And so to get this, what's well, really a big win, you know, you you can't a win over Nico Megalutis is not, you know, <laughs> easily. They don't. It's come not by easy easily. to come by. No. Now it has been a while for Nico. He didn't wrestle folk style all last year, so, um, you know, it, it's it's been a while. But but uh, I I think he's. I'm sure he's still got it. Yeah, no question. Yeah, I'm sure he'll he'll rebound and and then Zeke Moisey, I mean, it, it's a loss that it, it shouldn't really shock any of us, honestly. I mean, he had a fantastic NCAAs, but this is kind of who Zeke was all of last year, and you know, Ronnie Bressler's really good as we kind of saw this week. Um, so he takes a loss to Ronnie, but it's 
it's uh, it's tough to really p hit Moisey too hard right now, considering a the tournament he had at NCAs and b he beat Yutsi this weekend, who is the guy directly behind him. So he actually only drops one spot. Right, and yes, and and yeah, that one spot is is also goes hand in hand with Joey picking up the nice win. Um, yeah, right. so it may have happened anyway, but. Right. Yeah. And then uh, uh, Ronnie Bresser was our next big mover. He beat Moisey and Tim Lambert. So two really mm -hmm. solid wins. He loses to Peter. Yeah, Peters. he lost to his teammate a week ago, and he kind of shows that that wasn't anything to fret too much about, you know? Yeah, we didn't, and we didn't really react too much to that. So good job by us. Not freaking right. out. So 25, um, that was more or less the the – results of note there's other little things but nothing to eat our time up with as we head to 33 and man mason beckman takes another loss a couple losses he was on he was on watch and and it's sad to see him and fall it's strange it's it's, it's, it's bizarre he's like zero and five this year yeah that is that is different from mason um yeah, I don't know what to do, you know. I don't know what to do. Mason drops down to number 17 under Jade Rouser, who, who beat, beat Mason at NCAAs, um, even though Mason actually had a pretty decent NCAA tournament. Yeah, great NCAAs after that. Um, losing right. one, one wrestled back for six. But, yeah, Mason, it's – man, it, I think you back him up to 17 here, and if it, if it continues, he's going to have – he will have to be unranked. And there's a case to be made yeah. he shouldn't be ranked right now. Um, it's by the skin of his teeth that he is. And it, yeah, it's just, it, just because – and it's not just a uh, NCAA finishing. This is like three years of Mason being really solid that kind of are holding him for the time being. I, I don't think it's an injury. I don't know what it is. Um, I think it's going to – he'll right the ship and everything. I think ultimately it will be okay and we will – not, our hand won't be forced and we won't have to take him out. That's my prediction, yeah. at least. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Javier Gasca yeah. is a guy. Uh, we didn't. We actually didn't have him ranked until now, but it's not because, I don't know, he, he was real, real good a year ago. He made a splash kind of like he just made this weekend yeah. at the Michigan State Open. I feel like he he's just a really good November wrestler. November wrestling. Yeah, but then like what happened? He he switched to forty one and just then stopped. Uh, yeah, that, he he went happened? up to forty one and just was not even close to the same guy. So now he's back down at um at thirty three. What what do you know? He's a lot better at thirty three. Earth to Javier, stay at one thirty three. You'll beat good wrestlers. Um, so he did that and. You know, this is a guy who beat Earl Hall last year. Um, right, and now and he beats... Soto, McGuire, McKenzie McGuire. Yeah, He's real good, real good job at, at thirty-three last year, and now he beats Corey Keener, who was ranked um, to, you know, to get him back on the map this year. And Jaden, that Jaden Clayton <laughs> win, uh, the Jaden Clayton win's going to look good eventually. I mean, he's a true freshman now from Missouri, but he's tough and. Probably by the end of the year, that's going to probably be another ranked win for Javier Gasca um, when we look back, my opinion. 
so so, right, so yeah. two pretty nice wins for Gasca as he's ranked again and hopefully he can hold the weight and, and do a nice job there. Um, and that's that's about it for thirty three and I suppose we have to talk about forty one. Do we have to, Ben? Oh my gosh. Is it, is this gonna be a week? It will a be who's, who's number one uh this week at one forty one? Right. Right now it's predicted it last week yeah. that we thought you know, this would be a, a week in, week out thing that we see number one lose and it happens again sooner than we probably expected. It <laughs> I did not expect it against Solomon Shisko. But it happened. Uh, shame, shame on on us for thinking it would last longer than a week. So I'm not going to get my hopes up that Kevin Jack's going to be able to hold the hold the crown for too terribly long. Uh, you know, he beat Thorne at Northeast Duels, which is good. He's got the Wolfpack open this week. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Man, maybe he. I don't know what kind of competition he'll. You know, uh, I don't know how that uh, NC schedule is going to be. I really don't know one way or the other. Maybe he'll see. When the, I wonder when his when he'll start seeing some. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't. I don't think they're going to the scuffle this year, which is new for them. They normally go. I don't even know if. I think they're going to Midlands actually this year. So he would see some. Oh, okay. He would see someone there. They, oh, for sure. Yeah. They duel Oklahoma State. Um, they duel Oklahoma State. Uh, sorry, when? I, I said it once, and then I really I was like got excited because I realized that means he'll wrestle Dean Heil December sixth. Oh, that's not far away at all. Not at all. Oh yeah, baby. And he's got Old Dominion December seventeenth. Oh, this is gonna happen. He's. I'm, I'm not wishing. I'm not wishing him harm, but um, it just seems like this this can't hold. Just anyone here is not gonna be able to hold this. So he goes. He goes Oklahoma State, ODU, and then Midlands. Which will certainly be tough. Oh, jeez. Um, That's a gauntlet. So, yeah, maybe he'll run it. but And I don't think we'll see Makati run it either. I don't know. Um, uh, honestly, this was this was tough. I mean, a lot of places have Heil number one. I don't know if you knew this or not, Ben. But I, no, I didn't. I, I couldn't. I, I, don't, I can't, just can't see that, us making that move. And... Uh, you know, part of me was like, man, should Ashnault just like just jump everybody? But that was that was just crazy thoughts by me. Um, so yeah, Kevin Jack's our number one now after Jimmy loses to um, Solomon Chisco. So I, I guess the one through three kind of falls in line chalk, and then you've got Ashnault jumping McKenna, who McKenna beats Henderson, of course, last week, and then Ashnault does the same thing, and Ashnault has a better resume than McKenna so that gives him the ability to make that jump and then Henderson falls behind both those guys and Gulaban behind him so that's where the top seven fills out anything to add with that with that group with that group no I uh I guess you know this in a lot of ways this seeing the guys at the top lose is, is ugly um the way and the way that's likely to continue but I'm I'm getting excited about this weight, to be honest with you. Like, with all the infusion of, of young blood, uh, you know, seeing McKenna and Chisco have already struck at it, um, and then also Steve Blees. Um, but then, you know, there, there's those guys. Then there's Micah Jordan. Hasn't wrestled great competition. 
competition this year yet, but he looked really oh impressive against Virginia, and he's beaten Chisco twice last year, so, you know, he's right in there. Um, and Tommy Thorne, uh, you know, I, I'm excited to see how these guys establish themselves. It's, it's kind of like the Wild West uh, 141, but it which really can, is. It can be very frustrating as a ranker, but fun to watch um, these young guys come up, I think, at the same time. Yeah, it's, so, it's tough to know where to put Micah. Um, it is. I, I feel like we have to still hold him back, even though he has the two wins over Shishko, who's now ninth. Um, maybe he could make some little bumps, but I don't I don't know, man. It's like the the wins are – yeah, I don't know. I, I guess yeah, he's I'm trying to I wonder mean, Bannister, he'll have his chances. He will have his chances. He wrestles in the Big Ten, so he'll have his shot. You know, Bannister is right in front of him. I mean, that's a guy that beat Kevin Jack last year. So, I, I don't know. I, I don't feel great yeah. about Micah being that low, but I just need to be patient. And um, Steve Blees, um, I'm a Bleaser. This, <laughs> this guy's got it. He beats Haran and Sabatello. Sabatello for the second time. Um, yeah, this guy, he, he's good. So he's all the way, he's in the top 10 ahead of my guy, Randy Cruz. Yep. Wow. We put him ahead of Cruz. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I got a, yeah, that was a, an adjustment I made, but I got a Randy Cruz. I mean, also lost to Tommy Thorne right now. I mean, so uh, <laughs> he beat Abaddon. He beat Abaddon. Yes, he did. That's a better, but yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know. He, I, I guess I tapped the brakes on Andy Cruz a little bit. He, I don't know. He beat Dante Rodriguez, Filthy, and Ward at NCAAs. That's not, and then his other wins last year are Hudson, Laster, and Rodriguez. I just don't think those are. How dare you? I don't know. You know, those aren't captivating. It's certainly a fine, you know, fine collection of wins. Randy Cruz, I'm, I'm captivated. Okay. You're, you may be 11th, but I'm captivated. Uh, All right. Daniel Neff's uh, experiment down at 141 is not going particularly well currently. He is on notice officially, losing to Hudson and Abaddon. Abaddon's not a bad loss, but um, just hadn't been productive down there. He lost to Goulibon. Um You know, you get this many shots against good guys, you, you think you, you pick up one if you're for real, yeah. right? One and You know... Ness is, he really maybe, he maybe should be lower than we have him. It's Truly. kind of, or being patient, but it's like, what I realize, he's starting to look like a, a guy who a lot of people in these rankings have beaten, um, you know, down at, at 141. So it's, I don't know, like you said, he's on watch. He's on watch, so an, another, a little more inactivity, and yeah, who knows. So Rick, Speaking of on watch, oh Rick boy. Durso. Ricky Durso. What is going on there? I mean, out of the rankings. Crazy. He lost to Tyler yeah. Smith, Jared Prince, Ronnie Perry, uh, and Ashnault. He kind of like, he's kind of having a Beckman-ish kind of fall from grace. And uh, Yeah, that is. This weight is, is deep enough that, that that kicks him out. He's out completely. So, no Rick Durzo for the time being and hard times for uh, for the diplomat. Yeah. Um, is that yeah, is that their mascot? Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure. I don't think I made that up. I'm pretty sure they're the diplomats. <laughs> I didn't know if that was a personal nickname for Richter. Oh, or their <laughs> <mascot>. <laughs> what if it was? What if that was like his, his nickname? 
diplomat, like some play on words with it, like the mat wrestling. Anyways. Yeah. Um, diplomatman. Anyways, we should move on for I say another dumb joke. Um, one forty nine. Uh, not a lot actually. Not a lot going on here. Langendurfer, he lost to Matt Kraus. Uh, Gio Martinez is not going one forty one. He's going one forty nine. So he slots in at seventeen behind Moreno. Moreno, uh, who he just lost to. Right. So that's where that's where Gio is the the Boise State Bronco. That's forty nine. That's really all that that precipitated there. Fifty seven. You know this was. Uh, the the Nolf, Nolf success is just a formality in my mind, and it has been for like years. Like I just I, I'm super high on that guy. So him beating Brissetta is not so surprising, and it's a pretty obvious move to three, right? I mean, he's already beaten Real Buto. Now he beats Brissetta, uh, clear number three. It really is, especially not to i don't know in a way austin matthews and brian murphy are were kind of placeholders here at, at this weight like matthews out almost the entire year last year and before that i don't know you know the year before that was maybe around the 12 guy i don't know you know he's, yes. he's good he's a good wrestler but it's you know it was uh a little uneasy having him at number four um you know so it's, it's that kind of thing it is kind of a formality i think yeah, so Nolf makes the jump. He looks really good, obviously. Um, Berger, kind of his first big opportunity at uh, yeah. 57 in varsity competition. He takes out Mitch Minotti, who, like a lot of these guys, is a guy he'll take a loss. I mean, we've seen it for now. This is the third year going with Mitch that he'll he'll beat someone good, and then he'll drop one. And we've already seen that with him this year. He beats Pack, loses to Berger. Uh, so, right. so he takes that loss. Berger comes up a little bit. Uh, Tommy Gant, this wasn't really a rankings thing, but he he majored Russell Parsons, which is not easily done. So I will continue to hype up Tommy as I think he's fantastic. And Andrew Atkinson falls a little bit after losing to Jake Ryan, uh, son of Tom. And uh, uh, Jake Ryan might be very good for all we know. We're, it's not... Yet to be determined. Yeah, he had an okay. He had, he had. I won't say okay. He had a good year against entry level competition on the red shirt circuit. You know, he he wrestled in a lot of maybe freshman brackets. Um, but you know, twenty two and three, he beat uh, that Steve Blees. You know, who's who's having a a real go at forty one. So Seriously. you know, I decent. Yeah, decent. Uh, yeah. yeah, so Jake Ryan, not ranked, but it could happen. It could happen. On the radar. On yeah. the radar for sure. 165. Oh, my gosh. I mean, do I have to say it? I've been saying it all year. But I don't know why I stopped now. This this weight is... They uh, are. They are, who, they are who we thought they were. Um, no shade being thrown. I'm just saying... You know, after Jordan, it's it's a it's a different class of of wrestlers, in my opinion, and that's all it is. And Parati beats Ethan Ramos, who, by the way, um, this may uh, I'm not gonna get specific, but I do not would not be surprised if Ramos is not all the way healthy right now. I'll say that 
Um, okay. not, not in defense, but you know, I was on that campus and I know a little bit of what was going on. I'm not gonna get specific because that's not my place. But uh-huh. but he might not be all the way. But he's like <laughs> Coleman Scott was telling me these crazy stories about how tough he is. He's like ridiculously uh, tough guy. But if you're not healthy, it's hard. It's hard to win at this level. So he loses to Parati. Parati then loses to Clark Glass, who Clark Glass is like, man, he had a rough year last year. I'll just say that. Losses, <laughs> losses to Chandler Smith, um, Jesse Shanneman, Seth Thomas a couple times, Freest a couple times, uh, Roscoff in England. So um, without really great wins, he beat Gracie and Wanzek, who are fine, but... So that's Clark Glass, who actually gets himself ranked with his Parati win. And that's 65, man. Um, yeah. Well, let me add one more oh, little yeah. note. A little, just a correction. Maybe we got a little bit over-eager on Jake Fast last week, and so we bumped him back one spot behind Jim Wilson, who has just, even though Fast beat him head-to-head, it's, it's kind of, Jim Wilson has a, a, a long track record of of good solid results and uh, you know putting him back ahead. Right, right, yeah, probably the right call. I should have helped you out there, but um, <laughs> I, I was feeling very punitive towards Jim for his for his loss. That was wrong of me. <laughs> um, so that's sixty five, seventy four. Bo Nickel, the big big mover here, looked. I mean, I don't know if you got to see the match, but he looked outstanding. He looked really good against Epperly. So it, it was different. This was a decision um, with Bo that we deliberated on maybe as long as any one guy for any one spot because it's a unique situation in that Bo Nickel really does not have an extensive resume at all, good or bad. It's just very... It's not barren, but it's close, right? Like he injury defaults against Andy McCauley, or maybe it was just an outright loss. Um, and then he doesn't really have any good wins last year. Now he beats number two in the country. So it's like how high. And I advocated that he could pass Walters. And um, but, uh, Ben encouraged patience with, with Bo. And I, I, think, I think you're probably right. That's why... I conceded, but my my thing with Bo was, he is his win over Epperly is better than probably any win Walters or Brunson has had at any point. But it, but those guys you have been may really be solid. you may well be right about that. I mean, I mean, uh, and that I could mean, be that can be true. I mean, that's true, right? But that doesn't mean that he has to pass them. You can have a better win than someone, uh, and. That doesn't mean you have to pass them. That's not. But it it was kind of my case for for Bo and right. you know he still moved up eleven spots. So I'm not right. I'm not really bummed about where he is. But if you wanna if you wanna elaborate a little more, uh, I mean, I th- he, I think you've said it all. But he, he's gonna have more ch- shots now that he's in the starting lineup in the Big Ten, he'll have... Are they going to the scuffle this year at Penn State? For sure, yep. So, he'll be at the scuffle as usual. He'll get a chance there. Um, I don't know who else they might have coming up in December, but I, I don't have any doubts that that he's going to get his shots. I think number nine 
off of one quality win is a, is a pretty good spot to be. So not much more to add than that. Okay, so that's uh, that's the bow. And then with Epperly, it, it wasn't so easy to know where to put him. I mean, he did beat Crutchmer already this year. So by how, a fingertip. By by the skin of a finger, literally. Uh, so we but we bumped him back behind Blaze Butler, who owns two wins over Epperly, albeit not the last their last meeting. Um, Epperly beat him. But this this feels fair for Epperly losing to to Bo. Maybe you'll say it's too punitive. Um, to that we say what, Ben Golden? We say oh well. Um, <laughs> Deal with it. Uh, I don't know. Bottom half of these rankings at 174 was pretty ugly. Um, we had guys Ricky Robertson, Riddick, Bernstein, and Devante Mahomes. Ooh, all had very ugly weekends. Um, losing the guys that you know weren't just one or two lower, but but really that you would have expected them to beat. Um, it it's strange to see this, and it's a couple of weeks in a row that we've had a, a lot of unsuspected losses at this weight at the bottom half of this weight class, um, which is a bit scary to start seeing that kind of chaos. Um, but that's what's going on. So we have those guys dropping. Ricky Robertson really doesn't drop much. Um, just because, you know, they're, they're, I think there's kind of a drop-off there with to Bryce Hammond, who missed a lot of, of time last year, if not the whole season with injury. You know, there's kind of a, a drop-off in quality of wins after Ricky Robertson right now. So he didn't. He, just, he dropped below Leland Weatherspoon and not any further than that. But then you got, I don't know, Nick Key lost to Miles Martin, which isn't really a bad loss. Miles Martin would probably be around maybe 15 if Bo Jordan went in the rankings. So Nick Key, lost, Nick Key lost to someone unranked. Elliot Riddick lost to Wanzek and Barnes, who I think is, did you say that he was at 97 last year? He was at 97 all last year. So he's doing the, so, he's doing the Riddick. Yeah, that's uh, that's something. <laughs> and then Bernstein lost to Pete and Brucky. Yeah, um, Brucky. I don't know what that who I'm not familiar with. He's uh, uh, I think he's the backup seventy four for Central Michigan. So yeah, okay. Mahomes is man. That's a that's a guy I was really high on coming into this year, but it, you gotta pretty much assume he's not the same guy post injury at least not right now that's my that's my the leap i'm making so he's hanging on by the skin of his teeth yeah yeah i hope he um i'd like to see him you know i'd like to see him get back into form he did have a nice start to last year before getting the injury but what are you gonna do what are you gonna do so that's 74 84, T.J. Dudley, who I'm super high on, have been super high on, beats Nate Brown, uh, NCAA finalist for Lehigh. So Dudley, that that continues uh, to to cause Nate Brown to drop, who already lost to Blake Stauffer. So he's not losing the bad guys by any means, but you know he's losing the guys he was ranked ahead of. So he drops down to seven after starting the year at two. So 
Things not really trending Lehigh's way, but one thing we've seen with Lehigh is uh, they put it together in March. So don't don't freak out, Mountain Hawk fans. It's tis tis but a season for these guys. Um, it is kind of it is strange though. Like, well, at the same time, when I would have gone through these, I was thinking, man, Lehigh is kind of sliding. But I think they also picked up some at ninety-seven and eight in heavyweights. So. Well, in Maybe a way, yeah, but okay. actually, Valero, we had slotted in higher than we wound up with Wessel, so. Oh, okay. Kind well, of, shoot. But yeah, but point, point taken that they've got other guys that are trending a different direction. Uh, Matt Miller loses to Austin Severn, who gets himself ranked, uh, but just a slap on the wrist for Miller, who, um, you know, is a pretty solid guy. Tough to back him up too much further. Uh, considering the clientele we're we're dealing with here, so he drops one spot, and that's that's essentially it for him. And that's that's yep. eighty four. With ninety seven, also not a lot going on here. Studebaker, uh, kind of put us in a difficult position, being one ahead of Co- Cody Crawford, who he beat, but he lost to Bullock, who's behind. So it's like, well, can you really go behind Crawford, who he just beat at the same place, and we determined that the answer was no, and we just moved Bullock up a, a little bit and and called it even because I, I I don't know where you stop with or how how you how you back him up that far right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah, I think so. I think um as as I was looking at that, I was kind of impressed by a couple of, of Studebaker's wins, but I, I'm not. I'm not sure. In this in this lower part of these rankings, we have the guys beating up on each other almost interchangeably from ten to twenty. Right. You know, and it it it's can get hard to tell which way is north. Very true. Ruben Franklin takes a loss to JT Goodwin, which backs him up just a touch. And then we head to the big boys, heavyweight, Mike Krell's we give him a little grace despite the loss to Max Wessel. Um, I essentially it's not really giving grace as does Raleigh Shaw really deserve to pass Mike Krells despite a loss to Max Wessel? And I don't think the answer is yes. I think the answer is no. I don't think Raleigh Shaw gets to pass him. So he doesn't pass him and Krells hangs on. Now if it, if he uh, if he pulls another stunt like this, then yeah, we'll talk about it. But for the time being, Krell stays ahead of Shaw. Wessel gets ranked. We take out Valaro. Wessel in at fifteen. He was a pretty solid guy two years ago um, for Lehigh. Um, health always a, co- a concern with Max, as as I understand it. Anything uh, anything to add? A heavy? Uh, no, I think. One of the things with uh, Riley Shaw is he's been he has he's been one of those guys who doesn't lose terrible matches, but like his I think his best win is, is in his career is probably over Joe Stolfi, who's sitting at number twelve. So Shaw's already at number eight, and his best win might be over number twelve because you know he just doesn't really lose the as many bad matches as some of the other guys do. So that's 
some of the rationale behind why he why Krolls is in drought. Right, right. So that's that's heavyweight, which takes us to pound for pound, where we have our first, actually not our first. We had we had some movement after week one when Walls beating Kuhn. So Nico loses to Joey, Ben, and um, why don't you talk a little bit why we landed where we did with Nico? Yeah, um, it, it's, it can be tough because Joey, uh, you know, he was at number 19 in the pound for pound. Um, it can be hard, you know, so the party wants to say, well, does Nico drop below um, Joey somehow? And it's, you know, you know, you have to wrestle with that. Uh, I think, you know, in these pound for pound things, especially, but in general, is what in all the rankings, we want to be a little bit more slow with that, Have a, let the rankings have some inertia to them so it takes um, a trend rather than a single result to cause huge swings in the rankings. And so, but I, I think that this is a significant fall for Nico Megalutis. He falls below... Tomasello now, so it's you know he's he's no longer ranked ahead of him in the pound for pound. We stopped him ahead of Adam Kuhn because, as you mentioned earlier, Kuhn also had a similar loss. He lost to Ty Walls a couple weeks ago. So that's how he stops him. On the flip side, we moved Joey. Well, it was hard to move Joey up alone because he's currently right below Nation Garrett and it's just hard to justify moving Joey ahead of Garrett given the track record. Um you know Nation has Joey ever beaten Zero. Garrett? No, he's like 0 for three. Oh for three and Nation, even though Nation didn't quite meet expectations at NCA last year, he at least made it on the podium while Joey didn't so it's there's really no it, it, it's tough to justify to that. put to justify that. So, but we did move the two of them, um, both Nation and Joey, ahead of Brian Rebudo uh, for a little bit of a bump. Yeah, and that's that's about it. Time for pound. Yeah, that's it. Those those are the changes. Um, haven't got to look at how the team that affects the team scores. I can't imagine a whole lot. You know, Penn State takes a hit with Jimmy, but they get a bump with Nolf and Nichols, so it's probably about a wash, honestly. And, um, of course, the rankings are up right now, so feel free to take a look at those. Uh, ben, any parting thoughts before we bid them adieu? No, it was a... This was a... I'll tell you what, last week wasn't... There was a few significant changes, but this one, there were a lot of changes. It was like the saddles back on for the season here in week three. So, uh, yeah, a lot of action this week, but we'll see what next week holds. Yep, we'll see what it holds, and we'll have another one of these next week. Thanks so much uh, for tuning in. We'll see you next time, guys.